0: Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. You may not know this about me, but in addition to writing and yakking about kink and love and whatever, I also put a lot of my personal time into various volunteer efforts in and out of the community. My mother taught me when I was young, although I didn't believe her at the time, that volunteering felt good. I did it with her because She wanted me to, uh, mostly on like the AIDS quilt, that sort of thing. But as I got older, I realized that it does feel good to give back. I've volunteered in domestic abuse helplines, in dog rescue and rehab, and more recently in kink, in a hosts and organizers group locally. And in both domestic abuse and kink abuse, I have realized in retrospect that a huge, huge number of abuses and harm happen not because of malicious intent, although that doesn't change the damage or the fact that it is problematic, but instead as a result of boundary issues, a lack of communication or a lack of enforcement, usually. Of course, these things still shouldn't happen. I'm not saying that excuses anything. I'm saying that in a majority of cases, when someone is actually clueless, rather than acting with intent, communication and resolution could stop many problems before they escalate. And so today I'm talking about enforcing boundaries and how to do it. Now I'm starting with the easy stuff, life, not necessarily intense situations, just in relationships and friendships and daily stuff where 99% of our boundaries are going to be and 98% of our problems begin. Boundaries are sexy as fuck. Enforcing boundaries. I've written a lot about boundaries, and I'll be writing more since I'm working on a book about them, because I believe that boundaries are the key to saving not only ourselves, but our relationships. Sound a bit strong? I don't think so. If anything, I'm understating how I feel about boundaries as a personal roadmap to most of life, at least interpersonal life. In my post about the six types of boundaries, I explain what each type of boundary is, what it looks like, and give examples of crossing boundaries. I also share questions to ask yourself and any partners to dig deeper into understanding how boundaries might affect your relationships. But the question I get asked most often is, how do I enforce boundary? Good question. Thank you for asking. I have a method that works for me that I've developed through trial and error. Here it is in a nutshell. One, state your boundary. Two, wait and observe. Three, if you need to state it again, do so, possibly with a deeper explanation. Four, wait and observe again. Five, if your boundary is still not honored, you have a choice to make. Simple, but not easy for most of us, because for this to be its most effective, you'll need a combination of self-awareness, communication skills, and a willingness to hold yourself and others to consequences, and that's a lot. Let's go through these in detail. One, state your boundary. When going into a discussion about boundaries, especially when you are new to enforcing boundaries, it's ideal if you can be as calm as possible. People are generally more open to calm communication than to yelling and screaming. If you can, talk with a friend or family member to vent or journal to take the edge off before starting the conversation. It can help to plan what to say and how you want to say it. A. Use simple and direct language and as much as possible, focus on yourself and your feelings rather than others. I statements. When you did this, I felt that. Could you please not do that around me? I'd really appreciate it. Can I get back to you on that? My time is really tight right now and I'd like to think things through before making a decision. I feel like the conversation degrades when we yell. If you continue, I'll leave the room and we can pick this up another time when we are both calmer. B. Boundaries are a right and do not need to be defended, debated, or over explained. Be direct, be honest, be compassionate if possible. Do not use boundary setting as an excuse to punish or to use brutal or attacking language. C. Be ready to follow through on any statements. I generally don't suggest using ultimatums, except in the mildest sense. They often make people feel attacked and shut off additional engagement. However, if you do, like with the example about leaving the room, if they keep yelling, you have to be willing to follow through. If you don't follow through, you sabotage yourself and your boundaries by broadcasting that you don't value them enough to do what you say. 2. Wait and observe. As I noted before, boundaries are a right and do not need to be defended, debated, or over-explained. If someone wants to ask questions about your boundary to understand it better, well, it's up to you to decide whether to answer them. However, I would suggest not letting someone question whether your boundary is valid or getting in a discussion about the boundary's existence. State your boundary. Make it clear that it matters to you, then watch to see what happens over time. For someone who cares about you and your boundaries, you will likely notice an immediate effort to change because they don't want to hurt or to harm you. Note that I say effort to change and not change. Some things can take time and reminders and that's important to honor. Three, if you need to state it again, do so, possibly with a deeper explanation. If you don't see change or effort to change, it's possible that you caught them at a bad time last time, that your communication was less effective than it could have been, or that they need a bit more to get it through their thick skulls. In a case like this, definitely take time to plan out the conversation if you can, since this is the big one. Ask for a good time to discuss it and make it clear that their actions are impacting you negatively. Give them every opportunity to understand how you feel. 4. Wait and observe again. This time, it can be helpful to plan out a few parameters. A How long are you willing to wait for change, or at least honest effort? How will you measure that change or honest effort? C. Are you willing to offer help or reminders during this time? Be careful of nagging or constant correction. Even if it works, you'll likely foster some resentment for it. 5. If your boundary is still not honored, you have a choice to make. And this is where simple is really, really hard sometimes, because choosing to honor yourself and your boundaries can often mean letting someone go, or reducing how you choose to interact with them, because you really don't want to continue being harmed by them, do you? You will make mistakes. I promise, we all do you'll probably royally fuck up in many different ways. It's part of being human. Here are a few common mistakes. Mistaking a rule or manipulation for a personal boundary. Using accusatory language. Trying to force a behavior rather than allowing the other person to make the change on their own. Threatening or using ultimatums. Making the stakes too high, allowing an exception and lowering your standards. I'm sure there are dozens more, but despite mistakes, if you practice enforcing your boundaries, you'll get better. You will lose people from your life. If you've not been enforcing boundaries and you start, you will likely lose people from your life. I was going to say you'd lose friends, but I feel like friends will encourage you to set and enforce boundaries because they know that's taking care of you. So it's more like you'll learn who your friends are. When a woman once asked me to help her grow and I learned she had almost non-existent boundaries in her life, I told her it's going to hurt people that you love today. You probably won't even like once you start living your authentic life and that's going to be real pain but if you grow through it, you'll also discover a whole new set of people as if they were just waiting for you to become the you they could love. And it's true. It will be hard and it will suck, but it will be worth it. What are your thoughts? How do you enforce your boundaries? Do you have a process that has helped you? How many chances do you give? What limits do you set on yourself to help you maintain your personal well-being? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores, Dating Kinky. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there, T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.